Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Big college football games this weekend. I'm telling you, I, I think big game begins tonight. This guy has really put the world of college football upside down. He has primetime tonight, 10 o'clock, as Colorado takes on Stanford. And it would normally be an uneventful game. <laughs> yes, for sure. A four and one, or one and four, I should say, Stanford going up to four and two, Colorado. No one's ranked. Colorado's favored by 11 and a half. But tell me you want, you're not going to glimpse at this game tonight. I don't have to. You know I will. I'm very interested in what he's doing there. I find it fascinating. I think he upset a lot of people with what he did with, you know, the current kids on the roster when he got there. And however, they're so overrated, man. It's whatever. He still made them. He's made them something, though. Oh, I'm People not arguing talking any about. That. He's done exactly it. what he got hired to do. See, you, you, now from the football standpoint, Jeremy, you're correct. But I always say this to people: my education is sports management. If I were AD, Deion Sanders would be perfect for me, dude. You could win seven or eight games a year for your first two years. Guess what? You made my program pop. You just you just sold recruits for tennis. And golf, and in in any other Olympic sport. Look at the MLB the past couple nights. We had Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos rolling in in prime shirts before their game. Like, Absolutely, I, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. He's done it, man. You're you're right. He's overrated. His team is overrated. You're right, but he's done it. They're not that talented. Even with Travis, when he comes back, Travis is that's a bona fide ball player. Okay, it's just figuring out how you're going to use him at the next level and where he's going to be best used. Because I don't think. He's going to pull double duty. In yeah, the I don't NFL. think he's a DB, though. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, I think he's a pretty good DB. You think he's think more he's wide a, receiver? I think he's more wide receiver. I think he's special as a wide receiver. Uh, I mean, we'll find out. And I do think Shador's a good player. I think he's a little overrated. Like, he takes, a, and it's some of it's his offensive line. He takes a lot of sacks, takes him out of plays. But man, he's special in some of the big moments, and he looks really good. They have NFL players on that roster. There's no question about it. They are going to be a problem in about two years. And then will Dion still be doing the next, this? When the next wave comes in. Yes. That's when they're going to be a big problem. Because now, you're like, they're going to be good next year, but I don't know if it's good enough to compete for a national championship yet. But I think in two years they will be. Yeah, but you're right about all of that. But the point is, it's appointment-setting TV for 10 o'clock ESPN On game. a Friday night. On a Friday night. That's never, Jeremy, that's never been the case. ESPN is loving. You you know damn well ESPN did this on purpose. This is an ESPN flex. We'll put it at 10 o'clock and still got you. We still got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, this I, is a total flex by them. So college football begins tonight, and then twelve o'clock, we're gonna go down. Ed, you headed down to um, the Green Turtle with me, Ken, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, we'll head down to Ken, and we're you going got, there at noon. Right? I'll come see you. Noon. Yeah. Noon. Georgia plays out of uh, Vanderbilt. Michigan plays Indiana. Ohio State plays Purdue. Alabama plays Arkansas. Those are all twelve o'clock games, and the game that we're going for, Jeremy, Florida State at Syracuse. 12 o'clock games. Big, good ones. Yeah, so the only thing I hope for Florida State, and we've seen a lot of Florida State fans, and Ed's one of them, they should have, I think Miami's the only thing left, right? Miami's the only scary game on their schedule. I don't know if you want to look at their, their schedule real quick. Um, the, the key to Miami, though, is give them the lead late in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They won't take a knee. Like, uh, no, they have. They also have, don't forget, they got uh, Duke. I mean, Duke's good. Like, but Duke's good. They're good, but Florida State should be should handle all those teams, and this should be a team that's in the college. They playoffs. also have Florida. I'm not. I'm Florida's. I mean, that's a rivalry game. But again, it's the last game of the year, as always, right? Yeah. They're they're the there's no team on their schedule left that should beat them. In my You're right. opinion, You're correct. They're 17 and a half point favorites this weekend against Syracuse. I've seen them have a couple letdown games. Um, not where they've lost. I mean, we all think they could have easily lost the Clemson game. The Boston College game was really weird, right? We were watching yeah. that one together. Yeah. Um, I just hope Robbie and I enjoy rooting for Syracuse this weekend. Hey. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'm on Team Robbie. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you both are jerks. Uh, and a 3.30 game, the or I think the Oregon-Washington game is going to be a barn burner. The over-under on that end is 67. Wow. With Washington three-point favors. 67. And yeah. everybody's – I got 67 and a half, and there's way more money coming in on the over. So, it's just – They started scoring already. <laughs> Score 21-14, Washington right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on Washington come tomorrow. Um, I like this Oregon team a lot. But if you if you haven't watched Michael – if you haven't watched Penix Jr. play, like I think that's appointment setting too, a really good ball player. Um, I just think this Washington team can, can give them the business this weekend. Can uh, I can I get my upset special for the week? Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna play the role of Jeremy Card. I think Auburn outright beats LSU this weekend. Ooh, at LSU. Let me go look. They're eleven point dogs. I mean, look, that's a ballsy call. I think they put their season to bed this week. Yeah, I, look, I, I could see that. I think there are some interesting games tomorrow, and when you talk about matchups, what do you think about Florida and South Carolina? Any interest there? Outside of just so a South your, Carolina fan, yeah, I mean, outside of your fandom, but like, do you you think this team's poised to go to a bowl game and win a big bowl game, or no? Oh, South Carolina, yeah, oh yeah, I think they are. I think so. This is Beamer's the guy. This is not the year. I think give him another year or so. Um, he'll finish this year with maybe four losses before going to the bowl game. But they'll be. I mean, if you're asking me where they beat Florida, they're gonna beat Florida tomorrow. If that's what you're asking me. Well, they're they're only two and a half point favorites. That's why I bring it up because I think it has a chance to be a close game. Um, Michigan, who I, PJ Flex said, Michigan's the best team in the country. They're thirty three point favorites over Indiana this weekend. But the game I really want to see is Notre Dame and USC. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be on Notre Dame this weekend. Really? I just think their defense is good enough to get stops, and I don't think USC's is as good. Um, and being at home, I think it's a big game. Like, I love Caleb Williams, but, like, if you've watched USC play, they remind me of all the old Pac-12 teams, again, can score with everybody, 
I don't know that they can get consistent can't stop stops. A, can't stop a nosebleed. You I don't want to. I don't want to dismiss their defense, but the Colorado game really gave me pause, where they were just dominating. And then the next week they they did it again. Yeah, and then they had the hiccup. Was it Arizona State? I think mm-hmm. last week where they found a way to win. So, yeah, you know, like it's a great college football day with with some top twenty five matchups. But I like even outside of that, I like some of the other games um, that I think are going to be really good. Uh, you know, like UCLA Oregon State's one that I want to see. Um, <laughs> Uh, Kentucky and Missouri is one that I want to see. I want to see if Kentucky bounces back. I like Missouri this weekend. Uh, Tennessee and Texas A&M is another. Like, you give me any SEC matchup and I can watch it as long as the name's not Vanderbilt. Uh, speaking of bounce back, Maryland's looking to bounce back this weekend as well. This homecoming weekend uh, there at College Park. Uh, they take on Illinois. Maryland 5-1, and 2-1 and one in the Big Ten. Illinois 2-4, and 0-3 oh and in the Big Ten. You can hear that game right here on 105.7. The fan coverage begins at 2. Kickoff is at 3.30. Ed, your thoughts about this, Illinois versus Maryland tomorrow, homecoming? Uh, I think, well, I think Maryland should win. I mean, I think they're – I'm still impressed with their uh, showing with Ohio State. And this is a game they should win. And I think they were – I'm not saying they're there, but they're they're approaching competitive balance with, with the, the no really doubt. good teams. No doubt. I think Loxley's, Loxley's done a great job there. It's funny you say that because the AP does a midseason false – Awards, you don't really get the award, but at the halfway point, Loxley is AP Coach of the Year at the halfway point. Is it really? Point. Yeah. Good. It's not a real award. It's just kind of like what they do, little, mm-hmm. little articles on them. So he's the AP halfway point Coach of the Year. One thing I'll say about this game, so Maryland has reverse line movement, meaning like earlier in the week they were 14-and-a-half favorites, 14-and-a-half-point uh, favorites, and money's been coming in on them. They're, they're getting hit at about 70-some percent. So everybody's betting Maryland – but the line's gone down to 13 and a half. So those are things that I look for. I'll more than likely be taking Illinois plus the points this weekend, okay. but I think Maryland wins the game. What's the spread now? 13 and a half. So it's under two touchdowns. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's big bad morning and show on a fan. One last thing. Miami-UNC should be a really good game as well. That's what they play this weekend. Yeah. Shovels at 830. But on the other side, we're talking some Orioles baseball as we wrap up the 2023 season and look forward to the 2024 with Rock of MassinSports.com on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I think that may have been the first time he wanted to reach over here and hit me, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> TGIF, Ed. <laughs> I think that may have been the first. He gave me... <laughs> I'm going to fight you. <laughs> And then you come back with some Jimmy. I'm sure Ed's ready to fight. He's going to... Voodoo child. (laughs) He's going to stand up next to the mountain and chop him down. Uh, Joining us right now from Mastersports.com is School of Rock, courtesy of the WGK Long Guest Hotline. He is Rock Abaco. What's up, Rock? Good morning, guys. Good morning, morning. man. Rock, I, I never felt so incomplete in my life, man. I'm sitting there watching the game and... And it's the ALDS, and then the third out is recorded on a strike three, and I'm like, the season's over. <laughs> like, I mean, just like that, the season's over. It, I mean, you knew it was coming, but when it got there, it was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. It was like, we, it was slow developing. We knew by the second inning, this is probably going to be the result. But there's still that weird finality. Yeah. When, the, you know, a three-pitch strikeout, we knew they weren't going to rally with two outs and two strikes in the ninth. And yet, that swing and miss by Jordan Westberg was like, wow, that really is it. Yeah. Like, all season, 162, spring training before that, the postseason, all the work we put in, and it's just over. And I'm thinking of how excited fans were pre-game one. The place was rocking. Yeah. The orange towels and the scoreboard had the countdown to zero. The place just went crazy. And now it's over. We'll quietly file into the clubhouse and change our travel plans and go home. It, it really is a jarring finish for a game that really wasn't competitive by the second inning. Do you think there's any chance they would um, change the playoff format for next season? Just given the fact that you have 300 win teams that have just been swept out of the playoffs. <laughs> I think it's going to be discussed, and it came up frequently with Hyde and Elias. And, you know, even Brandon, like when we first were talking to him the first day of workouts, he said, you know, I mean, clearly they needed rest, the Orioles. I mean, they could have used a break, definitely the bullpen, whatever. But he goes, you know, two would be nice. Five is a lot. You know, yeah. So he already was feeling that before they'd even really started the workout week there at Camden Yards. It's just, it, you know, you would think, well, what's the problem? Guys get to rest up. And they did work out. They weren't, like, sitting around for four or five days. You know, they weren't treating it like a holiday break. You know, they didn't come back and had gained 20 pounds or whatever. But it's just you kind of lose your edge a little bit. You can only get so much out of sim games. And so, I mean, they're not going to use that as an excuse. I mean, Texas is a buzzsaw right now. Uh, they, that offense is ridiculous. But definitely I think they need to look into it. I don't think there was a single team celebrating, like, five days off. So you've got to come up with a way – where it's a couple, however you would do that, because, you know, you got the wild card round has to end. But that is a really long break for teams. I think and we're seeing, I think, examples of why it's not a good idea to take five days off. Rock, what did you think about, uh, what was it, two days ago, the attaboy Bryce thing that kind of leaked out? Because I think this is much ado about nothing. And I don't think, I don't even like saying it leaked out. It was said in, 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 with a bunch of reporters around, I don't even think it's that bad. And again, if, if Bryce Harper needs inspiration to play a playoff game, uh, God forbid, like it's it's the worst thing to even see in the world that you need somebody to write something about you. But what do you think as a media member that goes in there all the time? Uh, Kevin Gossman went off on Twitter saying it's unfair that they take stuff out of the clubhouse. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was a little disappointing. And yeah. I stayed out of the, the, the crossfire there. And I've thought about it a lot. And it, it is tricky because we do hear things a lot of times and you have to, and I think the more experience you have, the more now you're able to, 
to decide, okay, is this something that can be shared or is this one of those, yeah. you know, one clubhouse I know I go and it says what you see here stays here. I can't think of which ballpark. It might have been the old Rangers one, but it was on the wall. But in this case, you have a, a huge song of media in there. And what any, if you're going to yell something like that, you have to be aware, okay, there's a chance this is going to get quoted because I'm surrounded by media. Like, look around. They didn't sneak in. They're not in camouflage. I mean, they're there, so don't say it. But it is a tricky thing. I mean, because, I, again, I've thought about this a lot. It, it, if, if I'm standing there and Yenier Cano, for some reason, just starts going off on something that he's seeing on the TV and then kind of walks away, like, venting, am I going to write for my Yenier Cano? Am I going to say, and Chelsea James at the at Washington Post, I think she said, a player said, but then she claimed she didn't know which one it was. But there are instances where I might say one player was so upset he blah, blah. That way I'm not yep. throwing this guy under the bus. But in this case, it's the postseason. It's filled with national media and beat writers. And I'm sure it looked like, well, this would be something that would kind of be amusing and also what led to what Bryce Harper ended up doing. The thing that gets me is we throw the word a reporter around way too easily. Like if you have an opinion in a platform, suddenly you're a, quote, reporter. And the person that used the name is, I believe, a fan that has a podcast and a very popular one, not a reporter. That's a whole separate rant for me, by the way. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what happened. But I heard all the, you know, people saying, you know, other, this other reporter. I'm like, well, he's not a reporter, but he gets credentialed all the time, and that's great. The Orioles credential him, whatever. But he's not a reporter. But that said, I don't think he did anything wrong. But it is a risky thing when, you, when something is said outside of an interview setting and you cite the player. But I point more toward the player saying, well, then, if you didn't want that out there, maybe you shouldn't have been doing that in front of 50 or 60 or 70 or whatever it was media that are standing around. And you've got to be smarter than that and not say it because there's a chance it will be posted. And Kevin Dawson should know that, too. He's been doing this a long time. He knows not everything is off the record unless you have your recorder running and you're looking directly at the guy interviewing them. Rockabago joins us uh, from School of Rock, BassinSports.com. Hey, Rock, if now the season is wrapped up. I mean, I, mean, I feel it, it ended suddenly, but I'm really optimistic because this team is so young. But what do you think might be some changes in the offseason? I mean, the outfield's getting crowded. we got a lot of young guys you're waiting to come up. Your infield's going to be set once Jackson Holiday gets up, I'm assuming. Like, where do you see the, you know, the next big couple of changes? Well, I mean, they've got 16 arbitration-eligible players, and they are, they are not keeping all 16 and no. giving them raises. So no. you're going to learn a lot about that there. I mean, I think addition-wise, even though Michael Elias was not offering anything yesterday, he warned, I'm going to be kind of boring when it comes to roster questions because we just got off a plane. But they're going to look for another starter. And I don't know if that's to replace Kyle Gibson. Uh, and if they will look, go bigger than a Kyle Gibson and spend more than $10 million and try and get a true, quote, number one starter. Uh, they've got to decide if they need to bring in a late-inning reliever who might be the primary closer to replace Felix Bautista rather than staying in-house. I think they'll look for bullpen reinforcements. But you know, they do have to make room in the outfield. And Santander, it seems like, is rumored to be that guy who could go every year because there's always teams that have interest, especially the Marlins. They've had interest for a couple of years, and Elias has always held on to him. But he's projected by trade rumors to get a raise in arbitration. It's going to take about $12.7 million. It's hard to picture the team paying that, but he is such a valuable and popular player. I, I, you know, I don't want to spend their money for him or whatever, but you know, they do have to make room. Got, you know, there's a chance Kerstad and Kowser both could make the club out of spring training. How do you make room for those guys? It just feels like Santander, Hayes, somebody's 
going to have to go. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about is the outfield. Yeah. 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 Let me, exactly. Those are going to be hard decisions, but it's just simple math. It's a 26-man roster. You can't fit all those guys. I think there's a chance you won't see Mateo or Arias because you've got people like a Joey Ortiz could be that Arias who's the you know, utility guy that moves all around the infield. Uh, and, and, you know, now with Gunner being a primary shortstop, we're going to have Jackson Holiday at some point next season, whether it's on opening day or after, he's going to be there. And you have Jordan Westberg, and you got, I just, and you know, Connor Norby could be a guy next season. He had a great year in AAA. So I, I would be surprised if Mateo and Arias are back. Hmm. I mean, it, it's it's hard looking at like some of the guys and figuring out where they'll be. And let me ask you a loaded question: Like, how active do you think this team will be in free agency, or is this something where they just have so much talent in house that it's really hard to kind of decipher which direction you want to go in? Yeah, I mean, I think they will look. You know, they'll check the market to see if they can find that pitcher or pitching, you know, starter and reliever, and see what bats are out there. If there's a big bat, but then you have to obviously make room for. But as far so, I think they'll be active in that regard. I mean, they'll be signing guys. Whether it's major league deals, there'll be some minor league deals because there always are, and they'll try and find the next like Rhino Hurd or Danny Coulomb, under the radar type guys who all are huge, you know, helps for them this season. That type of guy that might be on the market, uh, but I don't, I still don't think they're going to be like the big spenders. Right. I mean, the payroll is probably going to go up just because again, math. I mean, you're got all these arbitration guys, raises alone are going to, and I think they will spend. They would spend more than a ten million on a starter. Eli said that they had similar offers out with what Iovaldi got from the Rangers, but, you know, they end up not getting that guy. So I think they're willing to spend more than that, but you're not going to, you know, you're not talking 200 million, 300 million. That's why when the rumors were out there that they were in on, was it Carlos Rodon last winter? And people were running with that and they end up getting money to get from the Yankees, like six, seven years. The Orioles were never in that going there. So you just have to be smart enough to know, okay, that's agent talk getting a reporter to say that so that it drives up the market or something. They're not going there. They're not venturing to that neighborhood, but they will spend more money. Well, we can't have O's Atlanta, so from this point on, I'm pulling for Phillies Astros, Rock. Thanks a lot, my man. <laughs> we had a lot of former Oriole employees with the Phillies still, so I'm happy to root for them. There you go. All right, Rock. All right, All right. Hey, it's Rock Abago yeah, from Massachusetts. former Orioles on the Diamondbacks, too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not pulling for them. I don't want that. Mike Preston joins us. Give us his take on this uh, game in London. He joins us at uh, 845 on the other side. Ed Norris, you got a shovel for us? Yeah, I do. And it's got to do with, <laughs> well, what's going on in the world right now? Just It's just, there's some outrageous things being done and people really got to be smart because this is serious. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Hit us up on Twitter, at BBMS1057 Fan. Shovel's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The biggest idiots deserve the big, bad shovel of wisdom. Sponsored by Jerry's Toyota. And their exclusive benefits, including free service maintenance for four years or 50,000 miles. Visit Jerry's Toyota just north of the Beltway on Bel Air Road and online at jerrystoyota.com. 105.7 The Fan. Time to give out shovels. If you have a shovel, give us a call. Give us a text, 410-583-1057. Ed Norris, who gets your shovel? I'm giving to these social justice warriors around the country on America's campuses, Harvard included. But this is hard to wrap my mind around. And I'm not going to comment on what's going on in the, the Gaza Strip. It's a very complicated issue, obviously. However, these students all around America have come out in support of terrorists who last weekend... You can just stop talking politics because you don't know what you're talking about for the most part. I'd say 90-plus percent of people commenting this have no idea what really was going on in the Middle East historically. What I do know is they're raping women, murdering people in their homes, beheading people, including children, women, elderly people, innocent people who are unarmed. They're just going in and slaughtering people in the worst... This is the stuff that happened, you know, in World War II. They, they were just going to just murder people en masse. And the, but these are the same students that need safe spaces. You know, if you talk about race or gender in the way they find offensive, they'll shut you down, mm-hmm. shout you down, demand cancellation of speakers if they disagree with your politics or your message. They just you, If you don't agree with us, I can't even believe I'm saying this. People aren't getting this. If you don't agree with them, they will just try to destroy your life and your livelihood. Yet, they're okay defending the atrocities Hamas, Hamas has committed. All this. More than 1,200 Israelis dead. There were 27 Americans. Many more missing, being held hostage. They're going, to kill. they're going to kill the hostages. They're just going. You have to understand this. And more than this, for all you <laughs> SJWs out there, they're here. They've been here. This is not going to be you know, a safe space for us. That's social justice warrior? Yes. Yeah. I just want to yeah. make sure. I mean, this is coming. So, I mean, shut up. Because this is a horrific thing that's taking place in our world. And it's going to get worse. And it may come to a theater near you. So, I wouldn't be so secure in <laughs> rooting for these folks. Jeremy Khan? Yeah, now, mine doesn't seem as important, but it's more of a me thing. I give my shovel to people uh, that won't that decide to take up two lanes. So, like, if you're going to get over... Get your ass over out of the lane and go over. But it's not even meant for the people that slowly get over. Have you seen people like driving down two lanes Mm -hmm. as they're slowly getting over? It's when the lane opens up for a turn lane and people end up blocking two lanes. Every single day that I go visit my grandfather in Essex, there's somebody along Eastern Avenue that can't figure out that that turn lane is wide enough for you to get your whole effing car in there and not block the other lane. And meanwhile, on the other side, you got all the buses that are driving slow. I mean, they have to. 
you know, they're taking, they're they're doing all their stops, but we got jackasses that are blocking it up. Don't know what, and I just, it drives me nuts being on the road and seeing some of the things that you see that people don't understand, including like this morning coming at the fast lane. I had a dump truck in the fast lane, an 18 wheeler in the next lane, and then another 18 wheeler driving each other. So I guess they're just lead blocking for the rest of us to get on our way to work and we just go as fast as they want to go. But, you know, it's I just get tired of seeing the same crap on the road. I don't even need to get back on my rant about the damn tunnel. It's just just drive the damn speed limit in the tunnel. Sorry. My shovel goes to insensitive people. That's that's the best way I can put it. Um, Let me explain something to you. I don't care what Webster's definition of it is, but we, well, there's a definition of what a bitch is, but we use it offensively. Mm-hmm. So when you use retarded in an offensive way, it's going to strike some people's nerves. Uh, there was a young, it's funny you say that too, Ed, because this was a younger person. You know, the, the generation that everything is, you know, let's be, let's be uh, socially conscious about everything. Yes. This is it was using the word retarded about eight times in a span of 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And the, the 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 dude that I was sitting next to, talking to, we share, the bond we share, both of our sons are autistic. And for those of you who know, grew up like us, once upon a time, they used to be called what? Retarded. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, his son is not as verbal or advanced as Robbie. I thought, put it this way, if the lady was a dude, she would have had her esophagus ripped from her. That's how angry he was growing. I had to grab him by the arm and walk him away. Be careful of some of the things you say around people. Yeah. You don't know how certain things... It, it doesn't hit me that way. It does. I'm not going to be honest with you. It doesn't... I'm not... That doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't. But because I know it bothers some people, I won't say it. There's certain conversations that you, the three, the four of us can have in our huddle. Once we break that huddle, you don't have those conversations. No. And you break, when you break, there's certain conversations you only have in your huddle, man. And, and you, you've nailed this. Like, I, I do think we have to be better. And, um, I mean, we've talked about it. We've joked about it, about locker room talk and some yeah. of the words we're no longer allowed to say. Like, I'll say the F word and what people use as a derogatory term to call people uh, gay or whatever. Like, yeah. I, that was thrown around the locker room all these years. I've done, I mean, I try to uh, stay away from any of those words that can be offensive to people. We know it. Like, there, there are people that are offended by lesser things. But that word, I mean, it's it's just something to get rid of. You know, if uh, it's we don't need it for anything don't else, and it, it had a different meaning when, when it first started, but now it's it doesn't apply. It, like that doesn't even apply now. So it's I don't know. Evolve, it's, yeah, evolve. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. And for those of you that hate the, the the evolution of our society, it's because you were probably on top all the time, and now you're not. Yeah, if I if I'm the one that's that, that's never made fun of, I don't see what's wrong with making fun of you. Of course, right. of course. But now, you know, I, what, what's the expression? It's not fun when the rabbit has the gun. No fun when the rabbit got the gun. Yeah, and and that's the problem right now. Thankfully, most of those people peaked in high school. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Daily line at nine o'clock on the other side. 
What's Mike Preston's take on this time going down out to London? It didn't work out too well the first time. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 846 in the AM. Joining us right now from Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is Mike Preston. What's going on, Michael? Good morning, guys. Good morning, How's man. Everybody? They're doing well. Mike, the last time this team went out to London, man, it didn't turn out too well. So many things happened beyond the football game. So many stories. And they almost lost half their fan base, to be honest with you. They go out now to a different team, a different climate as well. Your thoughts on the preparation of this football team getting ready for the Tennessee Titans? Well, it was a smart move by them to go out earlier as opposed to last time. I think they went out two or three days before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week he went out on a Monday. So uh, maybe they'll catch up with the time difference. But it is a different team. But they remember some of those guys are still around. I mean, I know Ozzie Newsom and John Harbaugh, and those guys are still around. They got plastered. And, um, you know, they got destroyed. That may have been one of the worst games in Ravens history. It, it may have been the worst game they ever played. So uh, they want to go back, get back on a winning streak because after losing to Pittsburgh, it was devastating. And uh, they got to get it together. Because, you know, with this team, they don't find ways to lose. They create ways to lose. And, and, and there's a difference there. When you create, you, you create your own ways to lose games. So, I mean, how do we handicap these? I feel the Ravens are a better team. They have a better roster. But I hate – I have, like, zero confidence with this because I, you watch them <laughs> literally create ways to lose two games they absolutely should have won and they should be 5-0, and oh, but they're not. So, I mean, what do you – who do you point to here with seven drop passes, bad coaching decisions? It's it's not one thing. Well, that that's why you say it's a collective effort. You can't pinpoint one thing. But, I mean, you do start with the coaching because that's where you always start. You look at the coach and say, well, you made a bad decision in the, in the Indianapolis game, and then you didn't go for the field goal in the first half of last week's game against Pittsburgh, which kind of took the momentum from here. So you, you start there. The drop passes, I don't think that'll happen again. Um, they're a little bit better than what they showed last week. But – I am concerned with um, Beckham because I haven't seen him get any separation from from a lot of guys out there. I mean, he runs those four yards, slants, and they throw him the ball, and he looks down at his ankles to make sure he's not hurt. There's just problems going on with, with, with that guy. Um, Aguilar, that's been his history. He only drops passes. I mean, I, I don't know why everyone's upset. He's been doing that throughout his career. So, you, you know – They'll get better. They, 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 Mark Andrews dropped the pass last week. That doesn't happen, not very often. So I, that, that, that was an aberration. I, I'll just put it into that classification. Mike, I, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the turf. Uh, I know they're they're not at Wembley; they're at uh, Tottenham. But um, I, I was watching them put the turf down. It looks like they rolled a carpet over concrete. I I, mean, I I don't I don't like them playing on this surface, and I know a lot of 
players have spoken up about it. Do you have an issue either way with uh, the surface they play on? Well, you know, at Norris, you got a little age on you. Do you remember when we were playing on AstroTurf? Yeah. And uh, what they have is exactly what we played on. Oh. It was just it was just concrete. That's like concrete with yeah, the carpet on it. Yeah, hard surface. Yeah. And actually, we didn't even wear spikes. We used to wear tennis shoes on the surface because right. it was so hard. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess the Ravens are experiencing the same thing. But, hey, the NFL – and all this money they're making, and they take these teams over there, shouldn't that be a major concern for, the, for them before they allow teams to play over there? Like, hey, your services are killing our players. They're getting wiped out. Make a change. They're so interested in the dollar that they should go and say, no, you guys have enough money, and we're spending enough money over here that you should have a surface that is, is safe for our players. And I don't blame the players for complaining. I, I would complain too because that stuff that they're playing on is what I played on. Not very good for knees and not very good for ankles. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some injuries. And, and the Ravens can't afford any more injuries. They're just getting everybody back. Mike Preston joining us, Baltimore Sun, BaltimoreSun.com. Mike, I remember that crap when I was in high school at Johns Hopkins. And you're right. It felt like the AstroTurf that was on my grandmother's porch. <laughs> it, it, it did. You got hey. carpet burn, everything, man. It was so hot. Yeah. You could feel the heat coming up through that thing. So if it was. Like ninety-eight uh, regular temperature, it was like a hundred and ten on the, on that turf, man. It, it, it's nasty. They, they, I mean, this is two thousand twenty-three NFL teams. No, nobody should be playing on that. They have high school teams have better fields than what they have. Mike, uh, the Baltimore Ravens go up against a team that's given up seventeen sacks in the first five games. You see them having a field day on Sunday against Steve Tannehill. I, I, I think Clowney has a big game. Um, the, the Titans are struggling, and the key for them, because they can't pass block, they just have to run the football. If the Ravens shut down Derrick Henry, they should win this game. Because if you got to rely on Ryan Tannehill to, and you're giving up that many sacks, I mean, one and one equals two. One and one in this case equals a defeat for the Titans. So the, the, the Ravens should have a good game against these guys. They should, if, if we could figure out <laughs> who they are. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, the Ravens have a good run. I think they're seventh in run defense in the NFL right now. But you just, I don't know what to expect. And I, I don't know what the big disadvantage is to flying over there if you're both going. You know, it's not like the Jaguars waiting, but I just feel like this is not an advantageous situation. Um, you know, and this, this has been like this for two years with this team. Yeah. Um, where they go into places and, and they get leads, they lose them, or you think they should just go in and take care of business and they don't get it done. And and I suspect the owner has to be watching this and saying, if this continues, we got to take a good look inside our team, not just at the players, but inside our team. Uh, coaching, drafts, what's going wrong because – we're not finishing. And again, when you don't finish, the, the, the first finger is always pointing at the head coach. That's just the way it is. Hey, Mike, what, what do you think happens on Sunday? Uh, what do we get from these two teams? You know, I, I think the Ravens take care of business because they were just em- embarrassed. And, and that locker room after the game, they knew they blew that game. They knew they let it get away. And I think um, they needed a trip 
<laughs> they needed the trip overseas to get away, you know, from what was going on back home. Because you know they were going to get blasted. Um, some of the social media that was taking place, I mean, they, they were getting crushed. And sometimes, man, you need to escape and, and, and get out of the situation, the environment that you're in, and you go to a different place and you see things a little bit differently and the pressure isn't as great. So I, I think they'll perform. I think they'll play well. And um, I think they win by seven points, 28-21. And I don't even know if Tennessee can score 21 points. I just watch it. Like, you know, the Titans are the, the team. Under, we don't know what they are. Every week they look different to me. So They, they do, but we say the same thing about the Ravens. Yeah. Fair enough. We don't know what they yeah. are. Every quarter That's they look the different. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you are the man, Mike Preston. Look forward to seeing you on Monday. All right, guys. All right, take I'll it easy. Yeah, man. Thanks, Mike. Of course, uh, my school was 23-19. What was yours, Ed? 27-20. You had the beatdown. You had the absolute beatdown. Melissa Kim joins us to get her take on Ravens, Titans in London at 9-15. But, Jeremy, you got to take it over, man, because I'm going to – down the hall. I got one that's biblical. He's got to go to the upper room. Yeah, last night was a, a great night for me. Four and one in my top plays. Back-to-back days being uh, four and one in those plays. I did get a little lucky on Houston. We'll talk about what happened last night. Look at tonight's games, what I'm on, and kind of give a preview for Saturday and Sunday, some of the games I'll be playing as well. We'll do that next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 